1: Welcome, welcome to the hustle sold separately. We are a weekly podcast dedicated to all of you truly amazing human beings that tune in every single week. All of you guys are—I mean, you're across the board. Uh, you know, we've got producers and artists and innovators and entrepreneurs and CEOs and. Uh, hustlers and, uh, you know, and I always, uh, most importantly, I always say you guys are, you know, outside the box thinkers, anti-status quoers, because, you know, that's how I've (laughs) kind of preached for a very long time. Um, And I appreciate you guys. And I always say that, you know, maybe in some weird way, you are misunderstood or um, you're wanting to kind of just carve out your own path and, and try things differently. That is perfectly normal. And I have to preach that I I could just record this and then say this every single like time and just have that same play. But I I have to keep telling you guys this. And I like just flowing through it because um, I feel like I like to add to it each week, but like it's perfectly normal as a very wise thing to do is to carve out your own way because no two souls are traveling the same path. And I would say that, you know, I get you, my guests get you, we get you. We don't, do things the normal way or we've tried the normal way and at some point I think we just kind of said that may not be working for us and what is normal right so <laughs> what, <laughs> when when did normal become that's how we should do things and that's really what this podcast is about and I always say to you know my, my newer listeners we don't glamorize or glorify in success because success is a very arbitrary word. And uh, here we try to really go into all the details that are happening to uh, with our guests or with myself, but with our especially with our guests, what's happening in real time, you know, and it could be their first venture, or their third or their fifth or their 50th. It doesn't matter. But what are they learning about themselves in real time while they are um, growing something they really believe in? And uh, so we love having those conversations every single week. For my newer people, I'm Matt Gottesman. It's nice to meet you guys. Um, and as my community would tell you, I answer each and every single DM, text, reply, and response. You can reach out to me at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, Matt at mattgottesman.com. But Instagram, uh, you know, I answer, I've been answering you guys' texts for about almost a decade. So uh, let's keep that going. Uh, it's a community, and we've got another really, really great guest and a a great theme. We're going to be talking about building a foundation of doing what is better for the world. Um, I cannot tell you enough that this uh, entails having a strong relationship with yourself as well as how you will show up for everybody else and how those two really play well together. And then having something of purpose that is better for the world. Uh, we are living in a very interesting time. As I, I always like to say that the word interesting automatically comes with quotations around it <laughs> basically. Uh, and, um, you know, if we can kind of step outside of, um, sometimes the, the, you know, the tougher uh, views of maybe what's going on and look kind of a little bit deeper as to, okay, well, how am I going to contribute? And what am I going to do that's going to bring value? What do I know about myself? Um, and in becoming who I am, um, how am I going to continue bringing that value to the world and uh, living my purpose for that? And that is a journey. And I totally get it because everybody says, I don't know what my purpose is. That is your purpose is <laughs> while you're here to find it and work on it, discover it, mold it, shape it, tweak it, pivot it, whatever it might be, um, and contribute. And uh, so I've got a great guest, C.J. Pennington. He's the co-founder of Proud Source Water. And, uh, he's also, he will, he, I said, mentioned co-founder, but it's a natural alkaline spring water and it was, uh, built to starting in 2017 with a goal to be the most transparent bottled water company in the world. You guys know how I feel about transparency. Uh, uh, at least, you know, well, I should not say at least, especially when it comes to sourcing sustainability and impact. Right. Um, And uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about the company. He conceptualized and built the initial business plan uh, for Proud Source from the ground up, and it was really rooted in the goal of uplifting small-town communities through local opportunities surrounding natural alkaline spring water sources. Uh, And it was initially in the small town of McKay, Idaho. And then prior to that, he uh, was a practicing architect and engineer working on many notable projects in the Pacific Northwest, Um, and he currently resides in Boise with his family. How are you doing, CJ? Thank you for being here. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, thanks, Matt. Appreciate that. That was a powerful intro. Ah. I'm inspired. I'm feeling good after that.
1: <laughs> good. Lots of flow. Lots of <laughs> it
0: was amazing. Yeah, talking about purpose. It's you know, it's it's fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're all here for that. Um, I in one way or another, and depending on where we're at in discovery of that, that can be you know, <laughs> that in itself is a journey. But um, I always see the first question is the same. So I would love for you to walk the audience through. You know how we got here as, as we were saying before the show like and you can go as far back as you want but um you're taking on a behemoth of an industry um, yeah. Yeah. um but i think nowadays a lot of us are in a lot of different ways and the cool thing is is that we can do it any way we want we don't need any permission <laughs> that's the yeah. beautiful part no, no permission you know we, no permission <laughs> needed and uh but but i'm sure you know but I, you know in reading about your background as a as an architect and engineer um, especially since my sister is one, I, I totally, I also get oh, the, rat. I get the mindset uh, all the way, um, and uh, so I would love to learn. We, my whole audience would love to learn about, like you know, what led up to that, and then making that shift and going right into product, and 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 then we'll go from there.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds great. No, and again, thanks, Matt, for the time today, man. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Um, you know, I think for me, uh, you know, coming back to purpose and talking about doing something for others and, and thinking about supporting community, you know, not just yourself, your family, but community and those around you. I, I, that, that idea or that concept was first brought to me in, in school. Uh, when I was in college, you know, going to school um, in the architecture program. Um, and I was fortunate enough to just stumble in, right? That, that Like, I didn't know I wanted to be an architect. I didn't really... Um, you know, I didn't have a ton, you know, not necessarily like my father is an architect or it was like a family thing. I did have an uncle who was, I was close to and, and, he, you know, I was practicing an architect, very successful out in Kansas city. Uh, my uncle Jay, but um, you know, for me, lucky, lucky enough to stumble into architecture and in school, what they teach you is to be just extremely thoughtful, right? They they, they throw a lot of creative ideas, a lot of problem solving your way and, you know that program that that's my schooling really leveled up my my desire to want to do make a difference in the world you know coming into school not really having you know you you mentioned finding a purpose right? right not really having that purpose yet searching for it and fortunate enough to like i got lucky that first time it hit you know so many people mm-hmm. get into school they bounce around they try to kind of they get a sense of this that trying to search like what really really resonates with them. And it was just, it was an immediate connection for me. I loved the idea of buildings that shape communities and that shape people. That was amazing. And um, and of course, in that, I went to school at Arizona State, building buildings in the desert, living, right? Like even having a community in Phoenix, Arizona, it doesn't really make any sense, right? You know, from a standpoint of like, there's really not enough water right and there's not enough like there's there shouldn't be these things that would support life in the middle of the desert but but it does and so in doing that they really force you to think about like how do you solve for the heat right how do you how but how do you do in a thoughtful way that is sustainable right and how, how do you do in a way that's like not offensive and is is somehow like aligned and, and really integrates into the into the, the desert and its surroundings and, and, and you really like level up and, and it's always talking about like contextually addressing problem solving. Right. But like, in a sense that you're really focused on place mm. and how to do that in a, in a, in the most, you know, in, in a way that's has the least impact, right. Mm. You're moving the least amount of things around to, to, to limit your overall impact there, like mm. in that moment. And so, I just, you know, like, I fell in love, like, practicing out these, 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 these beautiful concepts of stuff that you only read in the books, or you get to practice in school, like, you you fall in love with, like, man, I'm passionate about wanting to, to, to have an impact in people's lives, shaping, you know, the way somebody interacts with even their house in a daily basis, or like, hey, their apartment, or a convention center one day, or, you know what I mean, it's these monumental things that you aspire to be as an architect, and, so after after school it was a it was a wide awakening you know you get into it and you go from this amazing perfect world <laughs> yep. right like of dream mm-hmm. as big as you want you can do it on anything right that's like they support it and they they build that they think they, they nurture it they want you to to really feel inspired to go and try to change the world and then they let you go right and then And then you're there, right? Then you're then you're 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 at your first job. You're taking your internship, and and I was out in Kansas City, and and I was really, you know, I was working with my uncle actually, and uh, and that was the first time I saw hey, there's you know, there's money that that there's this thing called money, like not that I was, you know, I get it, but like hey, there's all there's now a client, right, right, and they have their needs. And they might not be interested in sustainability. They're not, they might not be interested in, in, in you know, um, you know, conservation or any of these other things. And they, and, and they might not even really be, maybe it's just about efficiency, right? And like, it's also about hitting a budget. And so that was eye-opening for me. And I'm like, wow, okay, it's not all, hey, let's make a change. Let's make a difference in the world. I mean, you wanted to fight those battles wherever you could and you, you would hold on to those. So near and dear, right? Like, hey, like this is my moment. I'm gonna really protect it and feel good about it. But ninety percent of it was you're solving problems for a client, and not necessarily for a greater purpose.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so as I, you know, I was I was starting my, you know, natural progression of my first job into my second. And you know, I started as a, uh, practicing as a project engineer for a large uh, construction firm here in the Pacific Northwest. And I had, you know, the honor, frankly, to. Have a first project. Big football fan. You know, Otson Stadium, which is for any University of Oregon fans listening. It's like, it's it's amazing. First of all, to be a part of that that you know University of Oregon football program, to be able to shape and uh, you know the stadium and have it you know some design and and uh, impact there was really rad. But even there, it was just like managing to a budget, right? And like you you'd have these opportunities, but it just never was like just didn't feel right. Like it, I, I was missing that piece that I really held, like I just fell in love with at school and it, it, it was dying. Right. And so I was still practicing and, you know, still grinding and and enjoying it. But this opportunity came where family friend, my father and a family friend, you know, had this, this concept of, of, hey we're gonna we're gonna potentially bottle water right like the idea was like i call hey cj we need help uh in designing not only a facility bottle water facility but also engineering the the what goes inside right the equipment we want to bottle water and you know what he said we know this we know we have we have the the place picked out it's macchiato you know ryan who's our basically my brother at this point but family friend at the time um was, you know seventh generation from there and, and, and he had this concept to, and a desire to want to support his hometown in a in a in a way where he could create jobs economic stimulation and keep people in town and also provide this beacon of hope for the town right because this this town of Mackey's just around floats around 500 people very small very remote eastern idaho for those who might know eastern idaho you got sun valley on one side of Mackey uh, and the valley over and then you got jackson hole and the grand tetons on the other side Mackey's that forgotten r- valley in between it's called the lost river range and or lost river valley and uh you know ryan was he wanted to uh, he wanted to do something big. He wanted his his goal was he I mean this is the approach and they said I want to I want to create jobs. I want a bottle of water. And that was it.
1: <laughs>
0: CJ, I need help with the facility. And that was it. Like And so I was really intrigued. Here here's a person. I would just, you know, practice for five or six years, you know, been out of school. And it's always been, you know, it's always been, you know, driven mainly by dollars and cents. And here, this is like this is first genuine desire to be like, I want to help people, I want to help this community, I want to uplift this community. And uh, and uh, I was I was first of all honored to to have the opportunity to engage, but I was I was hooked, man, right from the like right when he said it. I was like, I want to do this. So then of course I said I don't want to just design that facility on the side <laughs> yep. you know cuz of course there's a side hustle for <laughs> for a little while like a year uh but I want to I want to I want to build this business for you like I want to I want to make a difference with you I want to do this. So that's what I did I jumped in. And uh and here we are. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's exactly <laughs> it. Jump in and, and make it happen. How many years ago was that? Uh you oh, f- know the original concept
1: or yeah pretty- well
0: and and i'll tell you because we had to build a building right and right. there's pro- like so you know ryan and ryan and carl my father and you know they were thinking we were talking about this in 2015 mm, you know okay. we were really starting to, to to like have it was loose it was conversations late at night right yeah you know yeah. you're like the what ifs like hey you know this would be amazing and there would be it was passionate conversations mm. ones that lasted for for a while and and it and it, it didn't feel real for, you know, I was like, this isn't, we're aspiring to this. And, you know, it probably wasn't real until, frankly, the bank, we you know, we applied for a loan uh, and we got it. And, you know, middle of 16, you know, had to put all everything together, got it. And then it was like, OK, boys, are we doing this? <laughs> yep. And then it was real.
1: <laughs> you know, there's a lot of really uh, great dots to connect and what you were saying i was i was taking some notes while you were talking um first of all you're right lucky enough to stumble into it right in the beginning um but you also it's interesting because you spoke way differently about you know a lot of times people become a lawyer a doctor an engineer because it's you know it's a responsible thing to do um, i yeah. love when people do it because they really want to do it you you stumbled into it and you're like, no, this actually really resonates with me because it's the way you were talking about it that I'm like, Yeah, because you're you're um it was like art for you. It was like art and meets like um purpose, meets uh function for people. And so it was really cool when I was listening to you talk about it and um and <laughs> it was interesting. I was thinking about when you were talking about clients, right? When uh um, it isn't always that way, right? Because clients are like, well, no, I need a building. And it's like, I have found the greatest <laughs> clients, the greatest ones are like, we have whatever money you need. You're the expert, which is why we're coming to you. So like, make it awesome, we'll get out of your way. And you just like, do it for us. And we trust you. And it's the whole idea of like, I love you for being in your zone, so go be in your zone. Do those happen often? No. <laughs> but I was thinking about like, when you were when you were talking, I'm like, it's very rare when that happens, but when it does, and what's beautiful about that too is it's a, your thing when you're saying like, you know, yeah, you know, I get it. it, it um, You're saying um, solving problems for clients, not the greater good. Um, and I've always been fascinated about that because you're right. That does happen. And isn't it ironic though, because like, I love the idea of both because if we're solving problems for the greater good, it actually helps the clients and it's you know, beneficiaries, whether it's the tenants or the, the customers or the whatever of their business and the greater good at large and often, often profitability. And it's so <laughs> it's, it's always so funny to me when I'm like, you know. But I think that's also a very visionary that's very visionary like of you and, and I think of people when we when we play from that kind of category. It's like, well why not? You know? Um so I think uh, it was cool for you to see that shift of like, oh, hey, I can still, I can bring that skill set of design and problem solving and architecture to an actual problem um, and solution and be a part of it and have the leeway to like mold and shape and create it. I mean, you were obviously already a creator with these uh, these structures. So now you're actually creating, I mean, taking that same mindset and putting it towards a business makes complete sense because now you get to design it from the ground up, right?
0: Somebody asked me early on. They're like, "Did you go to business school, right?" And and they're like, "How did you? How did you? How did you know how to build a business, right?" As an architect, and I said, "Well, this is this is the trick. Architects don't see buildings as necessarily as the way most people see buildings. For me, a building was a product, mm-hmm. no different than I had. I had proportions that I had to consider. I had problems that I had to address. Mm-hmm. I had." A, a function, a, a actual use case that I had to to, to manage to right. Like a doctor's office doesn't look like a, an arena, right? And there's a reason for that, right? I was so you're solving a series of things, and there's the, in addition to that, you know, being a part of the construction process, there's there's a there's a starting point, right? You have dirt. And then you end up with a finished good at the end and there's a series of steps and then you have to engage along the way with different people to make that happen. You're effectively, there's a supply chain there. And so what I did is I just applied what I knew, not knowing necessarily it was just, or, you know, like it's Monday morning quarterback right here saying like, oh yeah, look, check, check this out. Conceptually makes so much sense, but I just did it. And it somehow, and it, I, I, you know, applied the processes I knew to, to create a product, and, and ended up, you know, architecting a business <laughs> instead, right? Of, instead of a building. But you make
1: such a great point. Well, um, I, I mean, a lot of great points in that is that, um, you know, oh, you didn't go to business school. First of all, I did go to business school. God bless. I didn't necessarily learn it there. <laughs> if, if I was being really, really honest, I great connections. Great. Con- I mean, I did my undergrad in international business, and I got an international MBA. Was great but I was always digital I was always fascinated by technology and you learn okay we're going to build something that solves an innate problem and in order to efficiently solve their problems we need to efficiently run to solve their problems (laughs) and so like so that means operationally and you know whether product or service and uh, you know, and financially and, you know, understanding and knowing the market I'm able then to serve.
0: I, right. I love, I love that. And actually that just reminded me of something I came across early on when we were, when I was thinking about putting this thing together, I, I dove into the books. I like, cause I didn't have, I was, you know, I'm, as an architect, I like to know things. I, I don't like to, to just lead necessarily always by gut. I, I want to really learn and research and dig in and, and understand. So I, I, I read a lot of business books, you know, from one side to the other. And, you know, one thing that kind of early on really resonated, um, and I can, I'm trying to remember the book that I was reading, but it's – if you're solving for problems people don't even know they have, mm-hmm. those are those are the that's the those are the ideas that end up being Facebook or mm-hmm. you know, like these big businesses that explode. And I don't really follow all the businesses that explode right. because I've been so in the zone. But if you solve for something that, and, and that's what we did here with Proud, but if you solve for something that maybe people no, like hey yeah this is this is kind of an inconvenience but there's no other way so I just I cope but if you if you then find a way in which to solve for that and in a way that isn't you know somehow makes it very enjoyable or whatever there's value there um, that, that's 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 the secret and so you know when we were talking about you know, you mentioned like, uh, you know, clients and there's, there's a difference between like providing, you know, service and delivering that service or leveling up and really adding that extra special sauce to make it unique enough to create real impact. I think the minds who take the time and try to not just look at this is the way things are done, but try to just to kind of expand that and really look at the steps and question every step along the way. You know, I was called thinking about thinking like overthinking these things Mm -hmm. and really trying to understand the perspectives, breaking it like just, just exploding and just like understanding and rep put the puzzle piece back together, but maybe just slightly differently. That's, that's what like, it could be one idea, but that's your niche. It was zero to one. It was zero Mm -hmm. to one was the book.
1: That's right. Peter Thiel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm Yeah. And,
0: and he said, you know, you can come up with, you have all this amazing stuff, right? But if you're not like at the heart of hearts solving something that others are not solving for, like if you're not doing that, then it's likely you fail. Mm-hmm. And so for us, I'll tell you right now, we if we got into bottled water and we put it in plastic and we just were trying to say, hey, we got bottled water and we're trying to help a small town of Mackey, Idaho, it would have been great. But it, we wouldn't, I wouldn't be here talking to you, Matt, right. I, like it wouldn't work. So right. that special sauce for us was identifying a problem, exp, you know, like looking at the industry, expanding it, we're like reading, trying to pick up what is, what are the problems? What are the future problems? And, and in that we found it was plastic. Mm. And mm. in that we saw that most premium water imported, and there's an opportunity to really talk about a domestic premium spring water that's alkaline. Like we started to pick up on these small things that came together. And I can tell you that the we're here because the products, like we 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 landed the plane. <laughs> mm-hmm. It ended up solving a problem that people didn't necessarily know they had. And today they have. Like, and, they, and it's work, you know what I mean? Like it's the demand in 17 when I was having these conversations. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, I'm, I'm explaining to people, like, hey, plastics a problem. We're in a pandemic, plastic pandemic. Like, it's it's a challenge. And and let me show you some statistics. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like that sucks. And now, fast forward, I get, you know, we're getting people, big organizations, every which direction, and we're helping, we're a solution, we're we're solution, right? We're, we're helping them meet sustainability initiatives they established, right? Mm, people that it, you know wasn't on the radar 6 months ago even potentially
1: it's timing i mean the beautiful timing and patience
0: in that book he also said timing actually i think was the most critical piece right. he said that's unfortunately <laughs> like you could you could yes. have the best idea right and it could be timing you could be ahead
1: oh and you, and and i have found <laughs> you can be ahead two years to like 15, 18 years, you know, and that's an interesting level of play. Um, and because, and you, you also have only have what you have to work with within that given time and that understanding from the people of, you know, yeah, they, a problem that they don't even necessarily know that they have, but are having or about to have even more of some time from now. Um, so timing and what I also liked, uh, yeah, the third one was a great book. What I also liked you were talking about in the, in each step. Um, I think Will Smith's is talking about like laying the perfect brick. And I always say like managing momentum cause I've lost it a few times. So that way this last time I realized that every single step, I love looking at all the details and saying, what am I missing? And what yeah. could I do better? And like, how do I keep polishing this perfect stone? Um, And, um, and I remind myself at every step, well, I haven't been here before and what got me here won't get me to the next step. So how do I understand the pieces that help take that next step and take that next step and take that next step versus just constantly applying old ideologies and, and knowns to that, you know, that, that level, that glass ceiling. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. No, there's, I I or I've even seen this before, so we got to do something different at this moment. And I like looking at the step, just that step, and be like, let's just solve for this step, and then we'll see what happens at the next step, etc. And I notice you get quicker at it as well, right?
0: Yeah. What, what I'd say too in that is if you're solving, you're, you when you get to that point and you're 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 looking around and and you're you know you're out of your comfort zone. You're looking around. You're looking for guidance or you're, 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 trying to lean on others or you're just trying to like pick up some, some wherewithal, like where I'm at, where should I go? What, you know, when making that next decision, when you're polishing, like the, if you're finding that there's not a whole lot of direction and you're, you're out there and you're kind of, you're, that, that you're a pioneer now. Like you're pioneering and that means you now have, you've, 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 you've taken a, 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 you know, a left when everybody took a right and, Mm -hmm. you know, and you've now taken 50 of them and all of a sudden nobody, nobody else is nearby. And, you know, that, that's when you can start to, it's, you know, it can be uncomfortable. Like, but that's when you're onto something, right? It's like, so when you talk about like polishing and thinking and, and, and as you kind of like finesse, I think you can start to, 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 even, you know, I, as things get easier, it also allows you to start to get further.
1: Yes. Yeah. You know what I
0: mean? It really allows you like, okay, I've already perfected this part and right. like now I'm like here and I'm perfected like, and the further you get, th- the further apart, you now are from others who have not that's taken the time to do what you've done.
1: Right. So well put. Oof. That's so well put. I'm going to put that on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true because because of that time willing to take to think through those pieces. Whereas, you know, um, it depends because I think a lot of times people can get very linear focused in a business. Like we solve for this and we make this money. How do we make more money? And it's like, well, but there's so many aspects to that that like, and if it's not just about the money, And I know that that's, that's, I get, I love business. So I get it. Cause they're like, well, the goal of a business is to make money. I'm like, I think the goal of business is a lot more than that, (laughs) to be perfectly honest with you.
0: Yeah. Because like you, like you said early on, right? You you said the best projects are when somebody comes to you and allows you to have freedom. But you say there's don't, this is a budget and, and deliver. But if somebody comes to you and says, here's our goal, go get it. Yes yes Be- I, I, that that i have one like i am unbelievably grateful and other than like it takes it it takes a team there's a support group. like Absolutely. there's a ways that there's so much here but when we started proud i had two founders one being my father one being you know now somebody I consider a brother and and i i i was given they handed the keys to the kingdom. We built a facility, right? Like there was a, like there was nothing. I didn't have to take on. I didn't inherit any like existing business and existing built nothing. Like we built it from nothing to something. And so in that, I had all the, all these decisions I could I could make along the way. And frankly, and I'm fortunate. I, I read Yvon Chouinard's, uh "Let My People Go Surfing." And one thing he talked about. Was how you don't focus, and you said it already earlier, but you don't focus on profit. You don't focus on on the money. You got to focus on solving the issues. Yes. And if you focus on solving the issues and you lead with good intention, you do these things the right. The the money will come. And so I, being naive, right, start like I got handed the keys to the kingdom at 26 years old, right. I only had a couple years experience, you know, practicing. So I still had that 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 schooling you know that that insp- that just that hope in me still it wasn't dead yet i had, they didn't beat it out of me just yet and and it like when i had that happen and i saw the opportunity i had that that came out you know what i mean and and i had the ability i was i could create i could i could create at my own will like and i could dream up whatever there was no wrong mm-hmm. and and it—that's amazing. Like you have, like it's rare, but it's critical to have, like, no strings attached. You can take that artistic, you know, that that full artistic um, uh, license to to go out and and just create. Mm. And, and you know what I mean. Yeah, like I th- th- thats such a critical piece to have.
1: It is. Well, it's it's very. Um... It's organic, so it, and it, and and I think it's almost unbeknownst to a lot of people because of the restraints and constrictions from so long. <laughs> They're like, "You mean I can go anywhere with this?" And you're like, "Yeah." And to the point of the nervous system doesn't even really know what to do because it's like, "Right, I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to just like stop, 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 <laughs> stop, stop, stop." Like mistakes are beautiful. Like you and and even then, I always found the ideology of mistakes and failure such an, an interesting topic because I'm like we're only looking for signals and I, and my audience, as I've said this several times, but I think it's a valid point to bring up every now and then is like failure. Isn't this like the way I think society has shaped this out to be like, Oh, how dare you? It's like, no, it's um, this might work. And if it doesn't work, it still worked for me to know what to do next. And I think that that when we look at things more like that, and uh, we start to love the process of creativity more, because we're not, we don't feel like this this has to work, and like that's not creativity. It never was creativity. Creativity was I'm gonna try something, and I'm gonna see what it tells me, and then from there I'm gonna keep building, and yes. um, with an intention, with a with a purpose, of course. Like I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, but but then I also give people the permission sometimes to say like, listen, like you don't know, like. You have kind of the problem in sight, but there's there's layers to the problem that we can't see until we start trying to solve for it, and then we'll see more of the layers, and then it's about polishing it the whole way. Yes, <laughs> basically. Yes, right. Absolutely.
0: And, and you know, for for many, when you when you start to wander out there, like it, uh, at some point, failure, like you start to feel like failure is not an option. When you're leading with purpose, it's bigger than a business to you right and so you're when when you think about failure it's not just like your own personal failure mm-hmm. you're starting to represent something much greater and and failure means now uh, you know for us it would have been letting down a community a macchiato and not not ever not once did that ever feel like it was an option like failure wasn't and like, i and that like it's like kind of goofy to say because i think like it's failure's not an option guys we gotta get this is a mission we gotta like deliver <laughs> right like it's Kind of nonsense, but when you level up on purpose and you do things for others, and it's like kind of selfless, and I think the world brings you. You talked about like being spiritual, like Mm -hmm. the world brings you good, like karma, like this karma, Mm -hmm. and things start to just fall into place if you're leading with proper intention. And so failure really doesn't. It's not on your mind because you're so focused on all the pieces that are starting to just organically fall in front of you like and start to happen. There's people who you'll meet along your way because as you're leading with purpose and you're really, you know, passionate about helping others and it's not about like when they see it for what it is and you're authentic and that you're not doing this for dollars and cents, you're doing it for change, then people it like breaks down barriers, Matt, like it really quickly. Yes. And so you get to unlock these doors and I had people helping me from every direction that like, just, Hey, like no strings attached, please. Whatever you need. I just, I love what you guys are doing. I'm rooting. And like you meet these people and things just happen. And so like failure's not in your mind at that point because you're just so focused on positive and positive and like, it's good vibes and it's love and it's, you're feeding off this energy. That's just, it's, like you're in it, man. You're, you're just, you're there, you're flowing.
1: It's very, it's actually very grounding because it keeps you very um, into something and um, yeah. moving with something. And and I think, and weirdly enough, takes us a lot of times out of mind and into action with the mind doing something with it, you know, versus yeah. just simply just sitting in the mind and letting it, you know, <laughs> go too, too far in its own direction. Um and there was something else I was going to say with oh, go ahead. The please.
0: grounding the grounding is uh I you know I use the word humble.
1: Yeah.
0: And um it, it's it's I I can't tell you how humbled I've been by this whole experience and it, I think the the most humbling thing that you can have as an entrepreneur or somebody starting a business is having people believe in you.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: And, and as you're going out and like I said these people are helping and they're dropping like that is the most humbling experience and it really so grounding, like it, it really makes you realize that number one, that you're North star, like you're like where you're going or that it's, that it's honest and it's meaningful and it's actually has the opportunity to, to to do something unique and, and that's pretty cool. But it's also just like, for somebody to, to, to go out of their way, to do something for you, you know, with with all the things that are going on in the world right now and all the you know like it's with all the frustration and negativity i'd say maybe is a good word like to be able to have to find a community of people and to have these things happen for you it it's it's a blessing like i, I don't know how to put it it's it's the most grounding thing that the most grounding experience i've ever had in my life no question
1: it's also a mirror you know to Give yourself some credit there too it's also a mirror of your intentions and your humility because what you are attempting to do people can feel that that is what makes community you know whether the community yeah. existed already or you're uplifting a community that is what makes community and so they see that and they're like community will support when they see somebody taking the lead to do something especially if it really aligns with their values yeah. um and expands their values you know even further so it's a it's a big deal and then i was i was thinking the other um one of my favorite books the alchemist paulo coelho since i was like 20 21 it's like almost 20 years now um i I read it like every couple years i even started reading it in spanish
0: (laughs) (laughs) no way that's impressive yeah
1: yeah. well just uh just to learn you know keep my spanish going whatever and um but, uh, and I, I'm, I'm on like round 52 or whatever it is at this point. And uh, again, just, I don't know, it's just one of those fun, like quick reads as well. And I was one of my favorite quotes, you know, which is um, oh, whenever it is that we, uh, whatever it is that we aspire to do, like all the world conspires to, to help us, um, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what it is. And so, you know, it's not surprising, um, but it does surprise us as, as, Humans, the soul is having a human experience it's like oh wow like i'm doing this and like people are showing up and they're supporting this and then these people came in and they did that and um that's why i think it's very much important to be in alignment with like what we're trying to do and who we're trying to be as our ourselves because it doesn't have to be as hard yeah. i think that it just feels like it has to be hard when we try so hard <laughs> to, to make it um versus like this feels right I'm gonna do this. Not sure how it's gonna, you know, where everything's gonna come from, but it feels right. And then all the people come, and then the community backs you, and then it starts to grow its mission. And and we and that also I think makes us feel very grateful because it's like, oh wow, like got it. I'm in the right place. Like I'm I'm yes. doing what I should be doing. So I listen to myself, which is my conviction. And the people are supporting, um, which is the purpose. And that's really cool. So
0: it's, it's amazing. And, and by the way, just kind of riffing off that a little bit. Um, it, when you find that, that, that passion, it doesn't become hard. Right. It, it, like it, it's hard in the sense of people will tell you it's hard because you're grinding and, and, and then people like society sees like grinding or putting an effort as like hard, but when it's something you're so passionate about, it's not like it's, it's natural. It's, it's not hard. It's frankly, it's hard not to work. It's, it's hard not yes. to want to focus on what you're passionate, what you're, if you're, if you're so rooted in purpose and this is it, man, like this is, this is you, this is, this is an extension of you. This is your baby. This is it. It's actually hard to want, like to find time to do life. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's more like in, and, and that, I think that's, what's critical. I, I, I spoke um, on a panel um, sometime last year and we were talking about like, how do you, how do you know when you find like that passion or that purpose? And what I, what I'd said and I kind of just it came to me, but I liked it after I said it. So I'm going to say it here, <laughs> um, which was: if you're counting hours, and if you're have if you're having to tell people that you're grinding, if you're counting, if you're cons like subconsciously thinking about how much time you're putting into something, it's likely that you're not actually passionate about. It. Like you need don't don't focus on the hours. Don't don't talk about them. Don't if you're bragging about them. If you're counting them, then. You're likely, maybe it's just because you're, maybe it is something that's important to you, but the hours will will just fall away when you're really, truly committed and passionate about something. You don't, like, somebody tells you, CJ, you work 100 hours, like, in a week. Like, that's insane. It doesn't even register. Yeah, I'm right. tired. I don't know how many hours I work. Like, you know what I mean? It, it, you you got to stop counting hours. You got to, that's when you know, you know, you really are in something.
1: 100%. So, yeah. It's in it. Well, it's very integrated. Um, you know, that's why the whole, I love the, you know, the work life balance. I'm like, that's a very slippery slope of a, of a, Uh. of a, of a a conversation because, well, I love what I do and it's seven days a week. doesn't really ever turn off. Now there are days of the week, like a Saturday. I always take my Saturdays off for like replenishment, but like I'm always in it of the purpose of life, which integrates my work. So, You know, um, I'm not taking a vacation from anything. I'm not a, like, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. You know, that's not how it is. And uh, But I have empathy for people when they get scared, when they think about it, like, oh, my God, like, you know, it sounds, like, really tough. It sounds like this. And it's, like, if you were to take what you're doing for somebody else and you kind of sort of like it, and in a lot of ways (laughs) you probably don't, but it's making you the money, it's doing whatever – of course, that would sound horrible because it does to me, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. But but in doing what I love to do and constantly f- figuring it out and tweaking it and doing all this other stuff. Yeah, no, like I, I don't feel that way at all, I, but I get you. I totally get how you yeah. could feel that way, because, yeah, that, that would make sense if it were for like the current setup you've got. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so I would say, like, if I can spark your mind to think about what would it be like if it wasn't like if it wasn't the thing that you're currently doing but more for the thing that you would want to be doing you would probably be running faster than you could possibly imagine you know and enjoying every bit of it you know and it wouldn't feel like work per se i definitely like but to your point there we definitely get tired for sure yeah. <laughs> you can definitely yeah. get tired right
0: i mean yeah there's only so much coffee you can consume
1: <laughs> as i'm learning <laughs> Yeah, right, right. You know? <laughs> um and what what do you guys so like what's going on with the company now? Like where have you guys found yourself in in a decently not short time, but in a in a good time amount of time? Like where are you guys at now and what's happening with the company?
0: Yeah, we we have some pretty fun things going on. Yeah. I think the the maybe the most uh, kind of humbling thing again for me is I have, you know, 53 employees. Mm and growing right Mm -hmm. being employee one and seeing it now past 50 is a is a a pretty big milestone right Um, and and so we're where we find the business you know the product the product proud source water can be found in in all 50 states at this point right now it's it's distributed in in most channels you know you see it in conventional grocery natural grocery you know the places like for those who aren't in the industry they're like what does that mean right probably it's like (laughs) um you can see it in places like Whole Foods or Sprouts Farmers Market, like the Fresh Market. You can see it at Publix. You can see it at like Safeway and Albertsons, mm-hmm. right? A lot of these grocery stores. Um, and then you can, you know, you're going to be able to find it all, all up and down the West Coast. Like the products popping up in convenience gas stations. Um, we're having a ton of fun selling it in what's considered food service, which is this world of like, think about hotels or stadiums or zoos and aquariums, um, you know, tra- travel. So like airports and, um, you know, anything in between, if you think about like your trip and national parks, right. Um, we're, we've been, we've been, we've been just finding our way into all these places, which are, you know, we're solving problems, which is we're removing plastic bottled water. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's, that's now the mission, which is to, to, to put out, a product that has zero compromises. The consumer is going to find this product to be the arguably the the highest quality spring water. It's alkaline. It's healthy. It's it doesn't have additives. It's a hundred percent you know bottled at the source. Super super sustainable sourcing methods, right? It's supporting a great cause, and in, in that you know we're really putting dollars and in, in growth into a small community. Um, and then and and then all of that rolled into the, you know, the product's great, but also it's not plastic and it can be recycled and you don't have to feel guilty for purchasing it. Right. So the product's just, it's, it's uncompromised. It's It's, it's, it's the, it's like, overall it's the highest quality bottled water on the market. And we're going to try to deliver it to you, you know, the solution to you guys for, you know, the, 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 the easiest, you know, the, the the lowest level entry price we can, because that's what we want to do is we really want this to be a, a movement. And, what? So oh,
1: go ahead. No, please. go please. No, go
0: ahead.
1: No, I just, I well, I love that. Um, I, you can tell you think differently too because uh, I and I pulled up the website again, but I pulled it up originally, um, when I, I first learned more about it, and um, and I love it because it's it's, you're approaching in a more modern day society, even though you're taking an age old, um, need. <laughs> you know, and meaning like you're not. Yes, you've got um, multiple market channels, but you're also D 2 C. You're like direct to consumer. Yeah. Like, hey, like this exists with you, and um, you know, and so like even people can go on like the proudsourcewater.com and like it's a dope site by the way. Thanks, <laughs> so I appreciate like, it. I I sites are a big deal. UI UX is a very big deal to me. <laughs> so yeah, simplicity, uh, right? At least barrier to entrance, maximum output um, for, and, and understanding for the people who, you know, are going to, uh, you're going to relate to. And so it's an incredible, it's an incredible site.
0: Fra- frankly, it's, it's like, uh, these days with how fast people move, it's, it's like one of your, really your only opportunities to, to tell your story. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's mm-hmm. critical that you, you're able to communicate effectively what it is you're this trying is cool. to do.
1: Yeah. Such a great site. And I was, cause I was seeing with the shop, you've got the, uh, alkaline and the sparkling, I like, yeah
0: i like both think
1: i'm gonna have to get a couple of cases <laughs> well, we'll have to, if i don't
0: know if you're sparkling the sparkling water we just launched out yeah. of six months ago and i you know obviously i'm a buy bi- i'm i'm a bit mm-hmm. biased but it's it's outstanding yeah. and like we have gotten such great feedback and again that like all that feedback's been just so uh amazing and humbling to have like received like we put out a new, a new. it was the only innovation we've made and in three years, you know, started with still, you know, put this out there and see how it kind of worked. And it's just resonating and, and really growing like, like you know, crazy. So it, it's, it's exciting.
1: And real quick, for, for everybody listening, uh, I know we're going to wrap up fairly soon, but I, I would love to explain the benefits of alkaline water. I, I know them now. I've been, you know, drinking it for about six or seven years now. A um, lot of benefits, but people obviously see it a lot more now. Um, but I would love for you, for everybody listening to understand like why it's so healthy. Please. Yeah. Share. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There, there's, there's a lot that they, you know, that they, they talk about when it comes to alkaline mm-hmm. water and there's, there's a, there's even aqua outcomes are a little bit different. Like, they're not all equal. So like, you know, even to understand alkaline water recognize that the majority that's on the market is, is artificially enhanced right. and goes mm-hmm. through a unique process to create. Um, and, And what's really unique about proud source is it's natural. And so that's kind of the critical piece is we have to educate people like, hey, although it is alkaline, there really is a, there's a, there's a perceived value there, but there's a real health benefit to the natural stuff. And the reason is because this is the way the water was made, Mm -hmm. not necessarily engineered. And the engineered stuff is is yeah, when it leaves that factory, you know, it meets a certain criteria, but there's no guarantees that whatever they put into that water is actually what you're going to consume. And additionally, it's like, that's not a very sustainable process. You're talking about bringing in all this different, you know, removing what was in the water and putting out that brackish water and then adding stuff in. So the process is really unsustainable. A lot of wastewater. It's just not good. And I won't get into much, much of it, but Alkaline water at a, at a high level for those, like you got zero to 14 on the pH scale. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. this is like fifth grade science class. You did you know, sevens um, neutral, anything below seven, of course is acidic. Anything above seven is considered base, basic or um, alkaline. Mm-hmm. So basic alkaline's kind of same, thing. And so what's unique about alkaline water is, um, in addition to the minerals that create the alkaline in the water, which are bicarbonate, potassium, and magnesium, those, those, those are obviously all central minerals that your body needs to for like to, to move every day. These are things that you're getting in, you consuming food and different, you know, like in a, um, you know, different products throughout the day. Um, you sweat them out for the most part, you sweat them out, mm-hmm. you know, you're using them. It's not necessarily energy, but just keeping the body, uh, balanced, um, so in addition to all the minerals that come with that alkaline water, um, it, 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 uh, it, you know, studies have shown and I'm not going to state like this is like, hey, proud source, you know, is committing to, you know, but what they what they say in the community widely is, uh, you know, that it can oxygenate your blood, meaning your, mm-hmm. your your oxygen, your blood can flow more freely. That's why you see a lot of like uh, triathletes have historically used alkaline tabs in their water to boost the alkalinity in their water before they go on them you know, and, and participate in a, in a, an event, um, long, long runners, you know, any marathon runners long kind of, they, 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 do it. Cause what that, what that means with the oxygen flowing more freely through your blood is just less fatigue. It's less, it's less like, uh, you know, fatigue in your, in your, in your muscles. It's just allowing that oxygen to get your, your muscles quicker to continue to feed them for energy. So you'll see like folks sitting on, on, on the benches in the NBA or whatever, uh, a lot of these pro athletes, Uh, avid water, uh, alkaline water drinkers um, because they see a real performance gain. So if you're going out on a hike and it's going to be a hot day, right, there might be an advantage to drinking an alkaline water potentially versus, of course, it all depends on how, you know, how far you're exerting yourself and what you're, you know, all the other, there's there's other considerations. But, um, you know, overall, we just think it's a really natural product. You can feel good knowing that there's not any, artificial enhancements here or there That's incredible you really want to, yeah you you really want to preach like if you're looking at next time you shop a store if it's not proud source just look at spring water mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know like at a minimum there's there's, there's things in that spring water that if you look at some research like you need those minerals like you, you know like it's your body is looking for them and every time you put a purified water you're not getting that what you're getting is effectively water that's been stripped of all those naturally occurring, um, wonderful minerals.
1: It's incredible. And the fact that it's all natural without enhancements is a huge deal. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Where where can everybody find out about you guys online other than proudsourcewater.com of yeah. course that <laughs> I mentioned but yeah. I mean but are there ways they get a hold of you or interact with you guys and you know
0: Yeah, absolutely. We we, we have a, uh, you know, uh we love to engage over social, so you can follow us at proudsourcewater. Amazing. Um that's our handle on Instagram, I think. We we just recently gone on TikTok. We have a, a, a marketing intern who's got us on TikTok. It's a little nice. more fun, loose environment. You know, a little dancing, I guess. Mm-hmm. I haven't <laughs> I haven't shown up, but I'm I'm looking forward to my first cameo on it. Like to you know to jump in and, and be a part <laughs> of TikTok world <laughs> and bust the move. And um, but yeah. And then you know you can reach us. There's there's a we love to hear from our customers. Like we love to hear from people who are interested. And just even if you want to say hey and um. If there's ever an opportunity to work for Proud Source Water, I love what you guys are doing. Please just, this is my information. Like, we love hearing from everyone. So, you know, you can find online, there's an FAQ, there's a, there's a, a place you can kind of like submit an inquiry and, you know, reach out. We love to, to chat with people. My uh, sister in law actually leads up all the outreach and she's cool. an amazing human. Shalatakilani she's an amazing human. You'll love, uh, you'll love chat with her.
1: That's, that's incredible. You're doing an incredible job, man. Uh, I really, this was, this was actually a, this is a great episode, but like, uh, and I, and I tell this to all my guests, you're welcome back on any So it's a journey driven podcast. <laughs> so that's as cool. always, you know, six months from now, six days from now, pretty much at this point, like everything is always changing, but you're welcome back on any time. I would love to have you come back on and, and continue to hear about the journey and talk about all the things that you're learning about. But it's incredible, man, and and uh, just looking everything up online and 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 what you guys are doing, and also how you really rallied a community um, the right way and doing things, in my opinion, the right way. Uh, and uh, I'm sure Mackie, uh, is that how you say it, Mackie? Right? Yeah, Mackie. Okay, I got yeah. that right. Okay, cool. Mackie, uh, Idaho, really appreciates you, you know, doing this for them too. So shout out to them, listening. <laughs> you know, that's uh, right. Yeah, and I just I really appreciate you, man. This is this is incredible what you're doing.
0: Thanks Matt. I appreciate all those kind words. And uh yeah, I've have had a blast. This is like uh this is like the I, I love doing this stuff. Like being able to be c- cerebral and like just chat about right uh, you know get 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 to here. Like this was a really uh you know like uh it, it feeds the soul, you know what I mean? It
1: does. It really does. That's that's exactly why I love it. That's why uh you know, I love it uh um, you guys are great. I, I've, I've had people who are like, hey, can you send the questions ahead of time or, you know, or some PR firms? I'm like, I'll give them to you afterwards. <laughs> 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 and I was like, what do you mean? I'm like, it's a conversation. Like it's it's to have these kind of conversations that, you know, um, and I think they're just they're so important to have. And when you can really see like people grounding and kind of like, hey, here's what I'm doing and here's what I'm figuring out. And here's what's really been great about these experiences. Um, you know, it just I think it also really humanizes the journey for everybody that's listening. So, you know, that's most important, you know.
0: No, it's real. It's real. I'll it's say real. that. Like yeah. it's very real. You you know, everything Big Fan love. I love how real you you know you are. And and I know we didn't talk about transparency, but maybe we save that for another day cuz I yeah. know you're into it. And I, I could talk I could talk about man, I could I love I love trans- I mean it's our world, right? Where we're going where we need to go. So
1: well, I'll tell you this right now. I'll put it out there right now. Um and, and Kirsten can help us and we'll do we'll do round two, transparency. Let's get on the books like here literally within the next like Few weeks to month. I'm I'm all I'm all about it. I'm all about it. We'll call it. Part it two. We'll call it part two. Just like that. I don't even. I don't even want to think about it and be strategic. Like no, just let's just book another time right away and we'll do Love it. it. Yeah, because Love it, it it's. Out, a, yeah. I think it's a great topic and I think it's very very important. Transparency with yourself and transparency with your community and transparency with your business. Like all of these things are like massively important. So, it, but we'll, it, we'll go on tears. Yeah,
0: it, it, you can't have purpose without no. that. That you know what I mean. Nope. No. Yeah,
1: I do know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah. a very those, passionate topic.
0: Yeah, yeah you, you see those like nonprofits, right? They yeah. talk about it and like you've seen like there like a couple years ago that the lack of transparency, transparency happened and then it like came crumbling, right? Yes. Like you have to have anyways. We'll talk yeah, about. yeah, we'll we're we'll, we'll going to tear.
1: <laughs> so, uh, amazing. Thank you. Thank you truly for being here and and uh you know, we'll we'll stay connected and then for everybody listening, please go check out Proud Source Water on Instagram or proudsourcewater.com. Yes, you can order online. Uh, for C.J. Pennington, for myself, Matt Gossman. Uh Thank you guys truly for always tuning in and for the ratings and the reviews. It means a lot. Thank you. Please keep doing it uh, as Apple prefers it. Uh, I'm okay without, but obviously, you know, I want the show to continue to expand and, and I'm okay with that too, obviously. And uh, I just appreciate everybody's feedback and uh, I love you guys and we're out.